Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camarillos? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing Idaho. Oh, the whole damn state, huh? Whole damn state. Not a whole lot to steal, but I am taking it. This week, I'm stealing the streets because I am Bob. I'm the pigeon. Mmm. Yep. The Pigeon Bob. Yep. We watched uh, 1991's My Own Private Idaho, which, uh, honestly, non-zero chance I'm going to call it My Own Private I- Iowa. Um, we already did. You just did. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. on accident. I know what you mean, but you've also already set the precedent. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very similar also, states, people are saying. Iowa mm-hmm. and Idaho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. A lot of potatoes, a lot of wide open fields. Sam, I was going to ask, uh, uh-huh. you ever been to Idaho? Thankfully, no. Oh, you're missing out. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful is country it? up there. Yep. No. <laughs> it's a lot of wide open skies, pretty mountains, uh, a lot now, of potatoes, as mentioned. I gotta tell you, um, down down here in Arkansas, we also have the sky. It ain't as big though, is the thing. Can I say that? No, you, it's the same size. No, it's just in, not unless the crazy unless you're you're looking through like a small gap. Yeah, I don't. Know you to in tell a bunker? You, man. Hmm. You in a bunker? I I haven't no I've been out and about I've been looking at the uh-huh. sky here since moving here mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I gotta tell you it feels homier something about it's a little smaller I just I I don't get it I just don't get it well when you're back uh, back in on my native soil uh, mm-hmm. and back in when you go to Denver later this year. Uh, uh-huh. You can just walk out into a big field and then just just take a gander, and just take a look. Or you know what? Fuck it. If if people, <laughs> if you fund the Patreon enough, we'll fly to Boise and take a good hard look for ourselves. You know, it would be pretty cool to go to Boise, fly to Boise, walk outside, look up, turn right back around, fly home. Fly home. Yep. <laughs> I would respect it. I'm not here to argue with you about the size the size of the sky. If 
We managed to jump on a plane, fly to Boise, take a look, get back on a plane, and fly immediately home. Do you think, and again, this is because I don't really know anything about Idaho, except I don't want to be there. Um, is it because they don't have a lot of trees? Because we do have a lot of trees here. And no, it I does think, take up some sky yeah, sort of real estate. I think that is, you know, as a former Westerner, that that is kind of the primary difference, is that trees mm-hmm. obstruct your vision here, whereas, you know, out west, you have wide open spaces with no trees. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's not um, a very funny. It's not part no. of that. Uh, uh, I I I can fix it. Um, trees are like the Earth's penises, um, or pubes or something. I don't know. Uh, Luke, <laughs> how is your watch? So I went knocking on old Jeffrey B's boss's door. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this week, Jeffrey opened the door and went, what? Because uh, he's kind of tired of seeing me. Um, yeah. But he still takes my money. So you know what? I tell him it's a two-way street. He's getting paid. All is fine. But he's always a little a little angry these days. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this week I showed up and he was like, if you're looking for tune-in tomorrow, I still don't have it. And I told him, no, no, no. <laughs> it's okay. We already watched that one. Don't ask how. And he said, I won't. Um, mm-hmm. well, I told him nice I needed a uh, yeah, very discreet um, I told him I needed my own private Idaho and he said thank god a movie I recognize mm-hmm. and he hooked me up and I watched it and now I'm excited to talk about it Sam how is your watch Luke um, we've we've gotten to the part of the season that, that I feel like we always get to which is that um, I feel like a caged animal I see I, I don't I don't want to be here for these movies. Yeah. Um it starts it's it's a bit of a trudge through yeah. through some of these. Um uh to to peek behind my personal private kimono. Uh okay. I didn't we were going to watch this movie last night. And yeah. at the last minute I said no, fuck no because I I really did not want to watch this fucking movie. Sure, um, sure. And, I mean, tonight I didn't either. I just... My guy? It's... Ugh, it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> well, here's the, the... Okay, so the Ray of Sunshine that I'm going to give to you. Uh-huh. And this is sort of blowing our load a little bit early here. Uh, mm-hmm. On sort of what was meant to be a dry run. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the perk of doing this with Keanu is uh-huh. that my guy is going to turn right around. It's going to turn right around I, on us. I need it to. Yeah. Uh, but, but the problem is I feel like it's not going to turn around until like the matrix, which is eight years from where we are now. I don't know, man. We've got some really good shit in the pipes coming up I mean, on this one i'm gonna look at the old imdb page that i always have pulled up yeah that's uh let me let me take a look here now is this breaking our rules to talk about movies before we get to them i feel like it kind of is no we, we don't can have look a... we can okay. look at the movie title 
Yeah. Uh, I think that's fine because that's what I usually do. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm not seeing a lot between here and the Matrix that has me feeling like I want to keep living. Mm. Uh, wait. There is speed. I I can. I can hold yeah. out for speed, I guess. Yeah, and I believe Johnny Mnemonic and Dracula are also between us and Matrix. Yeah, I don't know anything about Johnny Mnemonic, and I'm worried about it. Oh, you're in for a real good time. I don't know, man. I feel like it's going to be a weird movie, and I don't want a weird movie anymore. Okay. I've, I've, been, I've been over-weirded. Yeah, you want a little bit of normalcy. I want uh, John Wick, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> it's well, but, all I can think about. It's like, I'm in this real, like, dad movie space right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like John Wick is a good dad movie. And it's what I crave. And so I keep going to the restaurant, and I'm like, hmm, I would really love some pizza. And they're like, okay, okay, I hear what you're saying. And they leave, and they come back from the kitchen, and they're like, I have a frittata. Yeah. And I'm like, no, not quite what I ordered. Really, really could go for some pizza. And they're like, deepest apologies. I'll be right back. Yeah. And they leave, and they come back, and it's a tomato full of pork nose. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. also don't want that. That's yeah. weirder. Mm-hmm. I don't even think people eat this. So I just I keep sending it back and asking for pizza, and they're not bringing me pizza, Luke. But yeah. I really want pizza. I see. Well, Sam, this is the point at which I got to remind you to uh, suck it up. Na- ain't nobody care if we watched, what are we up oh, to, 14, 14 Keanu Reeves movies. <laughs> Holy look, shit. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to quit. I'm yeah. just not going to be happy. <laughs> That's fair. Nate, your happiness is not required. <laughs> Can I tell you? I think it actually made me sadder to say it out loud. Yeah, I think speaking the quiet part out loud. Uh, it's just, I'm just going to be sad for a little bit, folks. And then um, uh, having your compatriot uh, in this expedition then tell you... Suck you it have up. to suck it up because you gotta keep plunging. We yeah. got to keep the toilets clogged. We gotta keep going into those pipes, man. Eventually, yeah. it's gonna clear. But yeah, you know it's funny because my therapist keeps saying just suck it up, Buttercup, <laughs> um, for like the whole hour, and it's I gotta tell you it's it's weird and it's not helpful. Yeah. It is deeply unhelpful. Sam, I want to retract telling you to suck it up. That is not a uh, helpful <laughs> or funny fine. thing to say. <laughs> it's um, totally fine. But the point remains. We have oh, got yeah. to keep going. Otherwise, what are we even doing here? Oh, man? yeah. No, here's the thing. As, as sad and de- just just defeated as I feel right now, if I stopped here, I would feel worse because it means I did it for nothing. For nothing. That's what I'm saying. So today, yeah, we watched my own private Idaho. I mm-hmm. need to get to the Wicks and beyond. Um, yeah. yeah. To sort of make the square. 
in my head. Yeah, because when we, when we wrap up this season, I can look back at this moment and say, yeah, it was, I was so beat down. Yeah. But I didn't give up and I accomplished something. Was it worth accomplishing? Probably not. <laughs> but I don't know. Let's let's take a step back real quick. Okay. Let's just, yeah. You know, let's. This is gonna get fart wafty, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Let's get pretty meta, Sam. I feel pretty accomplished that I have now seen every Tom Hanks movie and every Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. How does it hit you? Because I'm psyched to eventually have seen every Keanu Reeves movie. I'll put it to you this way. I would tell it to someone at a party. I would not say it in a job interview. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's it's half an accomplishment. Because yeah. Because you can't put it on your resume. You can't be like, other skills watched all of Tom Hanks' movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hanks aficionado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, knows Dwayne Johnson pretty good through his movies. Have never met the man in real life. True. Can't put him down yeah. as a reference. Right. Um, unless. Unless. What if we just did? I feel like. Okay, so references on a job interview or in a, on mm-hmm. a uh, CV. Pretty spotty these days, whether or not anybody actually calls those. Some people do. Right. Some people don't. But if I saw Dwayne The Rock Johnson on mm-hmm. someone's res- resume, oh, I'm dialing that number, baby. Exactly. And here's the thing. If they know, um, if, if for some reason they know about this and they haven't alerted us, which you fucking coward, um then that means that like they're going to get a call up from from you know my potential employer yeah and and they're going to be like what do you know about Sam Siegel and it's like Sam Siegel dude's got is tenacious he's got a can do <laughs> attitude <laughs> Cr- creative as the dickens let me tell you yeah this guy he can spin dirt into gold yeah um he, he's uh, always whipped, never beaten. To to <laughs> steal a phrase from the worst idea of all time. Um, this guy he doesn't quit. Yeah, and like that's a pretty good reference. Especially okay, because no knock against Tom Hanks. I feel like if Tom Hanks gave you a solid wreck, that's an uh-huh. A plus. That's a positive. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson says all those things about you. Noted businessman and American hero, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also Canadian, so I take it back. Pseudo-American yeah. hero, Dwayne North the Rock American North American hero. That's a joke for our Canadian listeners. The North American <laughs> music and movie experience. We see you, folks. Um, yeah, gave you a recommendation. Oh, my God. that would You'd have the job. There's no way they'd turn you down. I mean, again, I feel like if if Tom Hanks says this guy's tenacious, it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson says you are tenacious. 
And a go-getter? Fuck me. Yeah, this is the guy that made Ballers. So yeah. He knows a show a thing we have or two. not watched. A show we've not watched. You've watched uh, some of. Yeah, just um, the first season. Yeah, when you lived alone. Um, mm-hmm. and it was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean it was, kind of, generally speaking, kind of a sad time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Sam, I was going to say let's move out of sad times and into something that's less sad. Uh, yeah, but you have to break down the plot of my own private Idaho. Idaho. Love it. Love the self-check there. Mm-hmm. Just sort of, you're getting on the plane, you checked the baggage, you made sure it would fit in the seat, under the seat in front of you. Loved it. Can I tell you? Mm-hmm. The problem now is that I keep thinking, don't say Ohio. Ooh, yeah. My own private Ohio is nothing. <laughs> I mean... It's not for sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm all jumbled up on states. Yeah, didn't we just dunk on Ohio, or was that a different state that we dunked on? That was Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska, okay. I have gone on record as as dunking pretty hard on, and yeah. uh, I stand by it. Yeah. Um. So the plot in this, I wanted to bring up the Rock Springs, Wyoming thing again, really quick. Uh huh. Uh, just while we're talking about western states and traveling and being on the road and stuff, folks, mm-hmm. standing offer still still exists. Uh, assuming this place is in business to this day, mm-hmm. if you find yourselves in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and you want to eat at that uh, bitch and hibachi grill that's there, mm-hmm. uh, by yourself, but completely by yourself, uh, and send us a photo of you doing this and your receipt. We yeah. will pay for your dinner under a hundred dollars. Yeah, no alcohol. No alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know why, but I yeah, just I was going to say like alcohol. <laughs> what's this? Are you a teetotaler now, Sam? With <laughs> no, coming out of I left just, field. I I just like uh you know state government rules typically are like uh we you know we'll pay for your meal but not for any alcohol. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I kind of like that policy. Yeah, I dig it. I just thought for a second you were like, ah, oh, the demon drink. Can't gotta keep the demon rum out of your hands. Oh no, you can you can drink you can get fucking toes honestly, you probably should you get probably should blackout drunk at this meal. But um uh, but I'm not gonna pay for it. Yeah. And if you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about, you can go check out our Scorpion King or the Mummy Two. Which one was it? I want to say Scorpion King, because surely that was not the season premiere. Yeah, it was. Brendan Fraser was in it. It was uh, It was The Mummy. Oh, shit. Um, our season premiere? Our season was... premiere was me in a, alone, mentally, <laughs> oh. <laughs> in a hotel in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Um, Wanting to eat at a hibachi restaurant, but being prevented to do so by your your wife with honestly some pretty good judgment some pretty good judgment um yeah anyway go listen to that the plot uh after 20 minutes uh of this podcast of my own private idaho sam i can't break this one down into three acts because i have a structural problem with the movie Mm -hmm. which is this movie is partially 
a uh, gay Portland reenactment of Henry the Fourth, um, and is partly a gay hunt for someone's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's yeah. So <laughs> where do I? So the Henry the Fourth part, I don't know how much more description I can give other than the the character that's uh, typically Prince Hal. And Henry the Fourth is in this one played by Keanu Reeves, who, as mm-hmm. we all know, Prince Hal was the heir to the throne, was a real rap scallion, ran around with Falstaff. Um, so Falstaff is this guy named Bob the Pigeon, uh, a homeless man that owns the streets in this movie. And uh, it's just the first four acts of Henry the Fourth, um, as we all know, as we intimately all know. acquainted with Henry the Fourth. Yeah, weirdly, uh, one of my favorite Shakespearean historical plays. Probably my favorite. So, hmm. uh, yeah, big fan of it. Um, so that's all happening. And then the other one, uh, River Phoenix is back um, playing a guy who turns tricks on the streets of Portland. He's a sex worker, uh, as is Keanu Reeves. Um, mm-hmm. And they go on a quest to go find River's mom. Uh, yeah. Beginning in Portland, going to Idaho, and then uh, back to Portland, I guess, and then to Rome. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then back to back to Portland. Some mm-hmm. Seattle was in there too at some point, I think, in the very yeah, beginning. Was, yeah, yeah, something like that. Anyway, Sam, that's the plot. That's the best I can do because this movie uh gets pretty higgledy piggledy with the plot mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I should say so. Yeah. So what do you think? There is no good. There is no bad. Uh-huh. Uh, my own private Idaho is Shakespearean. Shakespearean? Okay. Shakespearean. Question mark? Is what mark? you're going with. Shakespearean? Question mark. Yeah, said with a questioning tone. Mm. Do you think there's like an ellipsis, like Shakespearean? Mm? Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty much word for word what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so this movie nice. is Shakespearean. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Sam, what do you think of this movie? Demoralizing. Demoralizing is a great word. Hey, can I uh, steal a joke from 30 Rock really quick? Sure, um, why not? This movie is, uh, for those acquainted, there was a string of movies that uh, Tracy Jordan was in that was, uh, or not a string, there was a single movie which was called uh, Hard to Watch, um, mm-hmm. based on the novel Stone Called Bummer by Manipulate. And, mm-hmm. uh, yep, 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 checking Wait. the boxes. Hold on. I think we're coming at demoralizing from different directions. Oh, I see. You're saying that this is demoralizing because it's sad. Um, I would say it's demoralizing because it is like the, it's what a sad movie is. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. just like a generic, like, this is a beatdown movie. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, we are coming at this from different directions. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, this is, uh, for me, this is demoralizing because it was one of the single worst movie-watching experiences of my life. And I had a pretty good day, 
and then I watch the movie. Mm, I see. Which kind of, you know, for science, we've always been curious, like, how dependent your movie-watching experience is and sort of mm-hmm. what, what flavor you're walking into the theater with. So you're saying you walked in, you went into launch, you got uh-huh. into the rocket feeling in high spirits. <sighs> See, I think that's too simple. That is, um, let's, let's put it this way. I knew yeah. I was going to have to go up into space yeah. later in the day. Yep, yep, yep. Earlier in the day, had a real good time. Had a mm-hmm. real good time. Uh, nice day, nice lunch. Nice round of disc golf, good time with friends, um, good video game time, um, and then and then they they start pushing me towards the rocket, and I'm I like, see. no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go to space. Yeah. I don't want to do that today. And they're like, no, 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 you you have to. We spent billions of dollars, and so I get in the rocket, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. I can remember my good day. And then the rocket launch happens, and it's, it's just it, it's it infuriates me. It um, it 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 irritates me. And when I get into space at the very end of of the the second stage of the rocket, uh, in space I see "Have a nice day," and I say "Fuck you." <laughs> You're talking about the end title card of this movie. Yeah, um, that says, have a nice day, which I woulda if I hadn't watched it. Yeah, so you're not you're not buying your own private slice of Idaho. No. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah. I mean, where do we go from here? Because here's the thing about this movie, folks. And to our one Irish listener... Who apparently mm-hmm. had the VHS of this and loved it. I am so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. But this movie... Actually, you know what? Write to us. Because here's the deal. This movie is Shakespearean? Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it is a stone-cold bummer. Um, I. And I'm, I'm struggling... It? Yeah, I'd say so. My guy, this movie is fucking inscrutable to me. Okay, well, here's the other thing I was going to say about it, right? Which is that uh, I finished it and kind of looked at my roomie, and we both sort of had the same thought, which is, I'm not sure I grokked it. I don't think I got this movie. Yeah, so Kenna sent me a Reddit post of someone who's like, I've watched this movie a few times. I don't super get it. Which, as a side note, I feel like that means it can't be a good movie. If someone can watch it multiple times and cannot figure it out, you've done a bad job. However, someone on Reddit was like, let me try to fill it in. And it was the most fart-wafty, head-up-your-own-ass bullshit that it made me angrier. Yeah. And I was like, I I didn't even read it. I got a few sentences in, and I was like, this sucks. This yeah. isn't going to make me understand or like the movie more. Yeah. So, this isn't a challenge. It's not an obligation. But to our one mm-hmm. Irish listener that loves this movie, 
If you've got a, uh, you know, if you would just give us your personal experience, because I'm really curious. I'm yeah. curious why, why this one? Why this horse? Yeah. Why'd you pick this one out of the stable to run the race yeah. for you? Um, what, what in here is worth enjoying? Because yeah. I found one thing that I liked. Okay. All right, I have some pieces of this that I liked that I would like to talk about, so I'm curious what, okay. your, what your piece was. This is a clip of the Simpsons that's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. That was pretty good. Yeah, it really engaging with the media. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. It's just, a lot of this is just weird for the sake of being weird, I sure. feel like. And, um, there is only one faster way to turn me off, and that is to put an ice poker up my urethra. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a fan of the avant-garde. No, 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 no. Luke, I told you that I like dad movies. I feel like that should kind (laughs) of tell you where I stand on avant-garde. And dads watch movies like Nope and go, I don't know, man. This is a little too avant-garde for me. I feel like this thing with the chimp, what's happening here? I don't get it. Yeah, I still haven't seen Nope. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I keep hearing is maybe scary? Nah, not really. I wouldn't say so, my guy. For For you and all of our listeners at home. If you're considering watching Nope, this is Luke Patrick's patented you-won't-shit-yourself guarantee. Uh, but is it, like, unsettling? I mean, it's... Yeah. Like, is it closer to Get Out? Or is it closer to... Um, is it Us? It's closer to Get Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's a horror movie. It's gonna, but I wouldn't say it's particularly scary. It treads more in the realm of like atmosphere and mm. suspense than it does. Like, j- there's no jump scares in the movie. Yeah, because I, uh, I think I heard Griffin McElroy say that it was like scary. Hmm. Um. Well, maybe so Griffin's like, a little bit of a silky boy. Uh, well, I sure shit am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from one silky boy to another, Sam, you'll be fine. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just know that you like yourself a horror movie. I do like to be scared shitless. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I live my life in such a way that I try to avoid scary things. Yeah. I also do like a little taste of the avant garde. I can fucks with some avant-garde. Typically in music, I don't tend to go for it in movies, mm-hmm. as evidenced by my watch of my own private Idaho. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I can I can get down with some experimental media, mm-hmm. um, which is what I was going to say about the the thing that I liked about this movie. Yes, um, I think there 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 were two. There was a fork in the road, right? Mm-hmm. One said. Henry the Fourth adaptation, set sure. in Portland with the most of the gay cast, cool. The other one mm-hmm. said most of the gay cast doing this like pretty dramatic, sad mom hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, and the director Gus Van Sant said, "No, no, 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 this isn't a fork." And then he paved the road right down the middle of it. 
Um, and you liked that? I did not. No. Oh, okay. okay. What I liked was the <laughs> fork on the left, which was the Henry the Fourth adaptation. Gotcha. Um, okay. Because it's just weird to chuck into... Because the movie starts with sad mom hunt um, mm-hmm. and some like general backstory. And then all of a sudden, Bob shows up and we're speaking actual Shakespearean dialogue. It, he becomes Falstaff. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's all so bizarre. And yeah. so, so off-putting. If it's very jarring. Never, like even approached henry the fourth yeah uh like i have not sure sure it's uh it doesn't it doesn't hand you anything i'll put it that way yeah so for me as someone who really enjoys that play it was kind of fun to see like an adaptation of it um Mm -hmm. like they, they set the stage where the prince hal character keanu is gonna you know reconcile with his father and then but they only do like a portion of it and then completely abandon that structure so it's just this weird 30 minutes that's shakespearean yeah it it makes no and like the rest of the movie it just all of it is so so hard to follow yeah and i i paid attention i wanted to disrespect the film yeah. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, there's that cafe scene early in the movie where I literally said, what is happening? Uh, oh, the cafe scene. The ca- oh, I hated the cafe scene. Yeah, where it starts out with Keanu and, and River Phoenix having a normal conversation. And then all of a sudden there's the smoking woman and there's mm-hmm. another sex worker talking about a bad date. And then they have another sex worker talking about a bad date. Um. And it's and yeah. you don't know who any of these people are. You don't know how they're related. There's no scene. Right. It's, it's almost just stuff happening. It's almost yeah, it's almost shot like the office. It's like we've cut away to a talking head of Dwight saying something about turning a trick and having it go really horribly. Right. Um, all of and a I sudden. Just, I just don't get what it's about. I just don't get why. I don't Largely, I do not understand what I'm supposed to gain from this movie. Like, what yeah. I'm supposed to get. Sure. Because it it seems like someone took a Rubik's Cube and jammed it into a different puzzle with no solution for either. Yeah. And, and screamed at me to solve it for an hour and 43 minutes. Completely fair. Yeah. And then when I didn't solve it, it said, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you, uh, much like Pat Oswalt's brother watching Jerry Maguire, screamed, fuck you, at the I screen. did, yeah, the second time I screamed at this movie. Yeah. Um, what was the first time? It was uh, during the funeral mm-hmm. when um, they're also doing the, like, Bob funeral, I guess. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And they just start screaming, Bob, 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 Bob. And uh, it uh, it pushed me pushed me beyond my limits. So I mm-hmm. yelled, shut the fuck up. Mm. Kind of wish I was in the room for this watch with you to watch you just sort of 
uh, melt under the pressure. That would have been... You, see, yeah. it was a lot of quiet simmering. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But then those tasty moments where it yeah. became too much. Oh, yeah. those would have been real good. Where I boiled over. Yeah. Can I... Can, I know I keep talking about it, but... Why the fuck would you put have a nice day at the end of your shitty movie? Well, I know what my final quote's not gonna be. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) It can be. I just don't... Why would it be... Why do you... Why? Yeah. I mean... There's no funny answer to that. No, I don't want a funny answer. I'm legitimately asking. Why well, would you put in the this movie, like bud. What? When he's talking about the road, he says the road is a fucked up face that's saying have a nice day. Oh. Yeah, dude. Did you watch the movie? I did, but man, I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. But yeah. also like No, that doesn't actually answer the question for me. Yeah, okay. All right, let's dig deeper. Because they repeat that line more than once. Yeah, the fucked up face thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, why do you need to put Have a Nice Day on a title card at the end of your movie? I, I mean, artistic vision, man. It's, uh, no, it's something... Fuck that. That's like some <laughs> high school play shit. Yeah, no disagreement here. I mean, it's not a bold step. Uh, it's a pretty self-referential, fart-wafty one, if we're being yeah. honest. Oh, it just... It really grinds my dick. Yeah. It, it clearly does. Yeah. I can't... I, oh, I can't, I really struggle to get past it. Um... Uh, t- t- to give you an idea of what this watch was like for me, we see Keanu's bush, and I wasn't even excited. Yeah, I wondered if you were gonna, because we get yeah. Anytime there's a sex scene, uh, that we're like dwelling on, uh-huh. it's shot, as in it looks like still photographs of various stages of the sex scene, which yeah, la di da, um. <laughs> <laughs> but we got some real good shots of Keanu's bush and butt uh, yeah. in this one. So And I just... <sighs> you know yeah. it's bad. You know it's bad if I can't get excited about seeing Keanu's bush and butt. Yeah, I, I hurt for you right now, my man. You got bush and butt and you're not, you're not yourself over no. there. No. <laughs> I got you the... It's like I bought you a gift. Something mm-hmm. you really, really enjoy. Uh, like I got you... Or I brought you like a, a lunch that you enjoy. I got you a nice Reuben. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you open the box and we're like, thanks. Yeah, I, I know. Would, I would call the cops, my guy. I, I want to love this Reuben. I yeah. want to be excited about this Reuben, Luke. I just can't because of the cleaning scene. The Dutch cleaning. The weird math pervert. Mm, okay. No, I okay. Hate, I, I hate him so much. Okay. This, this man 
is like poison for my soul. This is the man who makes River Phoenix dress up like a Dutch cleaning boy. Uh, yeah. And then scrub his immaculate apartment. Yeah, and he like slides all over the carpet and yeah. just moves all weird and then says scrub daddy. Yeah. And I d- it's uh, just <laughs> Oh, it makes me want to rip my face off. I don't know why. But something about that scene, like, it made my blood hurt. Now, was it all the Johns? Is this a problem with the sex work? Or is this... No, it's just this guy. Just this it's guy. just this guy. Just I the hate this guy. I hate this motherfucker so goddamn much. Can we call him Scrub Daddy? We can call him Scrub Daddy if we make sure we put him in the fucking ground. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, here marks Scrub Daddy's tomb, I guess. Um. Okay, that's fine. Um. I will say, just just as a, a tip for, for all our fo- uh, listeners out there, never get in a German's car. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. That way lies pain. Um, because cause River Phoenix is accosted by, by a German who wants to get him in the car. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's where a lot of a lot of things start going south for River. He yeah. gets in this German's car, and it's there's no chance for a happy ending after that. Sure. Well, for the driver, perhaps. Yeah, for him, for sure. He gets his later. Uh, mm-hmm. Spit roasted between Keanu Reeves and uh, River and, he, and a young River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I don't even have anything to say about Hans, which tells you a lot about this movie. Hans, the I, hi, I'm from Germany, but now I live in America and I sell car parts. Um, yeah. But I used to be like a techno scene queen kind of guy i don't know i just know if there's a german with a car and they want you in the car run run far away yeah in the opposite direction what about an austrian guy who wants you to get in the car kill him kill him okay (laughs) taxi cab industry in austria just took a huge hit stocks are plummeting well no that's different that's different luke oh okay a taxi is different yeah, a taxi's not coming to you and saying, get in my car. I understand. Yeah, okay. You're, you're going to the Austrian in the cab and saying, I want to get in your car. Yeah, Totally okay. different dynamic. These, to play in your space, these are completely different things, and I 100% mm-hmm. back you on that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> one is very much like an Uber, a Lyft, or a taxi. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, is you very much saying, I would like to get in your car and then for you to take me somewhere. Yeah. Versus someone in a car already. Uh, Who drives up and says, you, I want in here. Yeah, I want you to get into my car. Person yeah. who had other transportation desires and means. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that's extremely fair. Uh, you know, now that I think of it, there honestly aren't a lot of scenarios in which you should get in that car. 
No, that's what I was just thinking about, my guy. Get out of my yeah. head, because uh, pretty much any situation like that. No, don't get in the vehicle. Yeah, kind of doesn't matter if anyone comes up to you and is like, hey, get in my car. Um, like, honestly, I think if I, if you were, you, you were walking around the neighborhood and I drove up beside you and I said, hey, get, get, get in my car. I think I, this is, yeah, this is a testament to how weird that would be. And off-putting mm-hmm. it would be that I would probably still do it, but I would not get in without saying at least five times, why? What are we doing? What? Yeah, why? and I, f- I feel like you would text your loved ones and let yeah. them know and be like, hey, it's it's 12, 12.13 uh, p.m. I'm getting in Sam's car. Because, uh, well, because he told me to. <laughs> yeah, That's Sam the- told me to get in his car. I'm doing that. It's a big, beautiful Hyundai Tucson. Big, beautiful um, Hyundai Tucson. And um, I don't know where I'm going, but please call me in an hour yeah. to make sure I'm okay. For sure. Oh, yeah. I think we've unearthed It's like gravity. It's a single theory that explains mm-hmm. a large part of the universe, um, <laughs> which is if someone says, get in my car, don't do it. Don't, man. Even if you don't, even if it's like a parent and you're yeah. there, like you're like a young child and your parent is like, Billy, you need to get in the car. We yeah. have to go to the doctor. Don't don't do it. Here's my re- exception. Can I float an exception to the rule? Sure. You pull up. I'm on the street. I'm walking with my disc golf bag going somewhere uh-huh. uh, as I want to do. Um, yeah. You pull up and you say, get in my car. Now, the exception to the not getting into your car rule mm-hmm. is if I look around and there's visible flames, I'm getting in your car. Okay, okay. Can I can I float another possible exception? Yes, please. Yeah, let's nail out all the exceptions that make the rule. There's pizza in my car. There's pizza in your car, yes. Now, I'm only getting in your car because you have pizza because I know you and treasure you so dearly. And mm-hmm. know that you probably have my best intentions at heart. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now, if you were a total stranger, no way, no pizza's worth it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Candy. No, thank you. I'm not a big candy guy. Mm, okay, okay. A nice uh, braised beef rib. Oh, no. I'm getting in that car, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man... I think a fucking clone of Adolf Hitler could roll up <laughs> and be like, uh, hello, uh, why don't you get in the car? And, um, and again, it's a German asking you to get in his car. It's a bad idea. Actually, even worse, he's Austrian. Yeah, uh, even worse. I'm supposed to kill him immediately. <laughs> you are. This is exactly why he might be a clone of Hitler. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you start to pull out your knife that you carry everywhere. We all know this. Yeah, we all know. Um, and then he goes, I have a brisket. <laughs> God damn it. I guess I'm getting in that car. So juicy, um, so tender. Oh, Hitler's brisket cannot be the title of this episode. <laughs> it can't <but> be. <laughs> What if what if we just do a certain Austrian's brisket? <laughs> I'm gonna write it down, but <laughs> is I don't that know. allowed? 
I don't feel very confident in that one. It feels like uh like the terms you use to get around the the algorithm like unalived. Yeah. And it's like people are just like Heil a certain Austrian. Yeah, I don't like the flavor that's that brisket's <laughs> sort of going <laughs> to give the podcast. <laughs> um Yeah. Oof, man. So anyway, <laughs> All that to say, I liked the Henry of the Fourth part well enough. It was brief and weird, though, sandwiched between so much other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there, is there anything in particular you liked? At like just like a scene or a performance or a- anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge sucker for a good Falstaff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bob, I don't know the actor's name, so apologies to them. Uh, Falstaff's a legendary Shakespeare role, and uh, the guy does a phenomenal job with it. So, you know, props anytime that uh, they have a Falstaff Falstaff monologue going, pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, now that do how long? How often do they do that, Sam? Uh, one time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, not a lot else is there in this one. Now, is there anything outside of The Simpsons that you appreciated about this movie, Sam? Um, there's a scene. I think it's like kind of the beginning of the cafe scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu stirs his coffee real weird with a knife. He does, doesn't he? And I found that sort of entrancing, and I thought about it for a long time while the rest of that horrible scene plays out. Sure. Yep. Weird. Don't stir your coffee that way. No. I don't even know how to describe how he did it, but it's the wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we found it. I did see something interesting when I was looking at the cast after, after I was done with the movie, just what... Uh, Microsoft has like listed as the cast. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know the guy who was working at the uh, the airline desk kiosk whatever. Mm-hmm. That's Jim Caviezel, who I don't know if you recall played Jesus in the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Christ Air. Um, <laughs> where would you like to go today? <laughs> what I love is that I guess Microsoft was like, here's some notable people in this movie. And it was it was Gus Van Sant, um, River Phoenix, and Jim Caviezel. <laughs> noted Jesus impersonator. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, you know Keanu Reeves is in this movie, right? Didn't make the cut, apparently. I guess not. Not as important as our Lord and Savior, Jim Caviezel. JC. JC. Do you think they picked him because his initials are JC? Probably. I don't know, man. Wasn't that Mel Gibson? Yeah, it was Mel Gibson. Who knows why that guy does anything? (laughs) Um, Generally a hatred of the Jews and women. Yeah, for sure. And black people. Can't yeah. forget uh, pretty much all minorities, come to think of yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's um, <laughs> not a fan of anyone who Ben Shapiro uh, <laughs> wouldn't also dislike. Yeah, for sure. He, he and Ben Shapiro share a list. Um, <laughs> do you think they have like a Word document, like a Google Doc, where they just add new groups of people? Yeah, like, I do oh, think so. Albanians today. Turns out mm-hmm. don't like Albanians. People who won't play the wizard game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's under the subsection liberals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um and like I feel like it's like liberals and then like under that like snowflakes and then another sub like a mm-hmm. sub subsection. <laughs> People won't play the wizard game. Yeah. Just Mel Gibson and Ben Shapiro making a list. List boys. Checking it twice. Checking it twice. Uh, Would you like one more factoid? And then that's pretty much all I have on this movie, my dude. Sure. Yeah. Um, This, apparently, this is according to my roommate, that uh, the name of this movie, My Own Private Idaho, is a reference to a B-52 song that is not mentioned, nor is it played in the movie. So, I guess we're naming our shit after whatever these days. I mean, in some ways, I kind of respect it because I I don't love it when the movie, like, somewhere in the movie, they're like, here's the movie title, wink, 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 wink. Sure. Um, but, but if this it's, also... It's not even... It's like Glass Onion, right? Glass Onion ends with the song... Like over the title credit or the the exit credits, they play Glass Onion. I didn't know that's what that song was called. It's in the it's in the chorus, my man. Man, I didn't. I don't listen to the lyrics. <laughs> Looking through a glass onion. Oh. I didn't pay attention to the lyrics, my guy. Yeah, or the <laughs> Beatles. Apparently, now I'm just sad. I'm not a big Beatles guy, if I'm being honest with you. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Not you, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> okay, I will say this about the Beatles thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to argue the merits of the Beatles with you or anybody. Uh, we're too old for that. <laughs> but <laughs> it is a hardcore departure away from the dadcore vibes that you're rocking these days. I know, but for some reason, like, I, um, when I was younger, I did get the Beatles 1 album. Yeah, for sure. And and I enjoyed that, and then never listened to anything else by them. Hmm. Ever again. Is this just a generational thing? Like, have we moved past Dire Straits and the Beatles? And are we now at, like, I don't know, how you feel about Weezer? Eh. Okay. I don't. What are the dad core staples for um, gener, for millennials? Can I can I be real honest about the kind of music that I that I do really like? I know you really like movie soundtracks. I'm less into those these days. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm not proud of this, but like Motown. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with Motown. Why would you not be proud of that? Fly that it, flag high. I feel like it makes me sound like I'm a hundred. It's just... Okay, so I think what we've discovered is that uh, dadcore 
you you know you call up Dadcore Inc. to get your dad mm-hmm. like your like dad vibes license. Yeah. Um, they ask you a bunch of questions. Movies, you're knocking it out of the park. Sure. Hunt for Red October, uh, Brothers in Arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brothers in Arms. Or not Brothers in Arms. What was the Tom Hanks thing? Oh, Band um, of Brothers. Band of Brothers. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. man. I do like an annual watch of Band of Brothers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Band of Brothers. Again, you're knocking them out of the park with these. They're mm-hmm. impressed by you. They get yeah. to music and they go, all right, how do you feel about Bob Seger? And you go, who? And they just throw the book out the window. Because yeah. we don't have... We don't have these this bedrock for millennials I, anymore. I think, I think they're all different kinds of dads. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I th- I think you can. I think you can be a movie dad. I think you can be a music dad. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm just a movie dad. I think you're a movie daddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You're you're just a a, a film daddy. Um, I'm a. F- I'm a film papa. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, that that one's getting a write down, huh? Uh, I'll tell you later. But yeah, it's uh, I don't want to spoil any. Much like we talked about before, I don't want the title to necessarily be in the episode. Mm, yeah, so I d- we can. I I gotta tell you, it's it's like when your therapist writes something down. Oh yeah, you know you did something. <laughs> it's always like, oh oh no. Yeah. What what um, did what did he pick out of that? But my only thing I was trying to say about the title is, um, like Fargo's in Fargo. Mm-hmm. At least the show is actually the movie. Come to think of it, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, it all it all broadly you know fits. This is. Out of nowhere. It's mostly in Portland, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it could have been called my own private organ. Mm, well, uh, yeah. That, <laughs> that sort <laughs> of see. presents some problems, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, anyway, Sam, do you have anything else you want to say about this movie, or can we get out of here? I want nothing more than to get out of here. Let's uh, do it. Because next week, uh, or f- for you and me, Luke, I think tomorrow. Oh, um, no. Yeah, we're watching 1992's Dracula. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen it? I have. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, I have not. Okay. Well, as per the our you know traditional custom, Sam, what do you think Dracula's about? What do you think the movie adaptation of Dracula's about? I think Dracula is about it's a it so it's a movie that stars Keanu Reeves. Yeah, um, that's to a given. be clear. Yeah. yeah, and it is titled Dracula, um, and it is about um a physicist um dr david acula and (laughs) um his discovery that pluto is a planetoid and not a planet okay 
Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Can I pitch you what I actually was going to say Dracula was about? Please. It's a it's a knockoff biopic of Yakov Smirnov starring a Transylvanian <laughs> comic named Dracula. Um who goes on to do American headliner cities such as Branson uh, and Gatlingburg, Tennessee. Um. <laughs> so they couldn't get the rights to Yakov's story. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. It's fucking good, man. <laughs> Glad you liked that one. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Mastodon at Hanksy Panksy at Home dot Social. Uh, and you can send us an email at Hanksy Panksy Pod at Gmail dot com. We also have a, uh, a Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. we got a lot of fun stuff over there. Uh, we do monthly exclusives. We do some extras. Uh, Luke and I recently ranked a bunch of Pokemon, um, but not how you would expect. And, um, you know, check us enough money, and you can become one of Hanks' heroes like Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Uh, fellas... Not gonna make you watch this movie, and I'm not gonna make you go to Idaho. Yeah, fair enough. Luke, you got a final quote? Well, I know what it's not gonna be this week. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess it's just gonna be pigeon. Cool, cool. All right, let's get out of here. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with 1992's Dracula. Have a nice day!